Coverage of the Macworld Expo for the MyMac Podcast is sponsored by Otherworld Computing. Find them at MacSales.com or call them at 1-800-275-4576. You're listening to another great podcast on the Stoplight Network. My Mac Podcast, Macworld Expo, iWorld Expo, Day 0.5. You're listening to the G-Men on the MyMac.com Podcast. Hey, everybody. We're here at uh, the Macworld iWorld Expo. Uh, yeah, 2014. Yeah, well, it's uh, March. I don't even know what. I don't even know what uh, the date is. Does anybody have an iPhone to check to see what the date is? All these this computers. Place is tells you go back. It's, 20, it's the twenty sixth, and it's the night before. It's the twenty sixth of March, the night before the opening of the Macworld Expo. We are at the uh, annual press junket, I guess you could call it, where all the all the you know, I, I, well, I guess the way it kind of works is I, I, I guess they kind of pay a fee or, or sponsor all the food. And, yeah, you, you can hear all the bottles getting slammed around outside. Yeah, we're uh, us journalists. We're a rowdy bunch. So if, uh, we, I have a, a, a full group of people here. I'm going to start over to my left, and it's going to go over to, uh, to Vicky. Vicky, how you doing? I'm doing just fine, Guy. And how are you? I have no idea. I forgot my 30-pin to uh, USB device. Yes, you did. And you can't show us how your little setup is going to work. And it's supposed to be perfect. All these tracks and... In theory. In theory. <laughs> I don't know if we can do that, though. <laughs> and right next to uh, right next to Vicky is Elisa Baselli. Elisa! Hi, hi, hi. How's it going? It's going well. I'm exhausted. You guys just got here today, right? Today. I've been up since 4.15 a.m. Eastern Time. Wow. And, and you also came from the, the East Coast like I did. East Coast. See, this is why I come out a day ahead of time. Today is ahead of time. Well, I mean a day ahead, ahead, ahead of time. You have all the big bucks. <laughs> <laughs> but apparently I cannot... Keep an Apple 30 pin to USB connector in this backpack. Nope, I guess not. Bad, bad boy. Bad podcaster. And for the, uh, I think for the first time in a long time, we have Kurt, Kurt, Bert Clanchard, <laughs> live and in studio, and um, uh, he's already told me he's not happy with the way I pronounce his name. Yes, 30, 30 pin connectors are, are so last year. <laughs> So how are you doing, Kurt? I'm doing fine. This is great. Is there anything in particular you expect to see from the show? Oh, man, I hope to see all manner of new stuff, which is under embargo until tomorrow, even. So. That's right. We can't really talk about all the stuff that uh, we might want to talk about. At least not until tomorrow. Though it'll help that this isn't going to go out until probably tomorrow. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> So there is, there is like all kinds of stuff that's going to be going on over the next uh, three to four days. Now, is are, are you staying for the entire expo this year? I'm leaving Saturday. 
in the morning. <laughs> How about you? Yeah, I have a plane to catch at 12.30 on Saturday, on Saturday. See, this is what happened last year. And then Julie didn't show up to do the podcast with me on that last day. Right, 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 yeah. Has anyone seen Julie yet? No. no. So, so no. Online. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And because I can't say her last name, I just call her Julie Cool. That's cool. I don't think she likes it, though. <laughs> I think it's Keel. It is. Yeah, okay. For, for whatever reason, I cannot say Keel. So I just say, well, no, you see, they, because I'm under no pressure right here. But when she's in front of me, it's like, well, it's Julie. <laughs> and I, I just can't do it. Does anybody else have uh, any happy thoughts to say before we, uh, we wrap up this little section? Happy thoughts to say? You're the one drinking alcohol, so you should have all kinds of happy thoughts. I don't know if I have any happy thoughts to say, guys. <laughs> we, we should have a lot of interviews lined up. I know the three of us have a lot of interviews set, appointments set. Very full three days. In the next couple of days. So we should have a lot of interviews with different vendors, software, hardware, new products that we can share with the listeners. We're going to gang interview a couple of them. <laughs> gang up on them? <laughs> I need to take you over to the press room for this interview. Okay, guys. Yeah, I think it's time to wrap this up. So uh, we will, uh, there'll be at least three podcasts uh, coming from the MaryMyMac.com uh, crew uh, before this is all said and done. So... Uh, I'm not quite sure how the format's going to go because I, I, I'm doing some uh, some pre-recorded stuff with Other World Computing, who is the sponsor, or at least my sponsor, for the, the My podcast this year. Um, so we'll we'll be dropping those in along with, with all the all the various things that uh, that Bert and and Elisa and Vicky and Julie and Owen and. Ted and Tommy and Bobby and, and everybody else that we can get along and Lassie. to. Lassie. Lassie, yeah. yeah. Here, Lassie, here. Oh, Timmy fell down the well again. Man, you'd think that kid would learn enough to stay out of wells. Like He's texting. He's too busy looking down. <laughs> Timmy fell down the well because he was texting. So we will catch you in the next one. And uh, everybody have a great, have a great week. Here with Larry O'Connor, who is the CEO, president, founder, and head muckamuck over at Otherworld Computing. How are you doing today, Larry? You're a real good guy. How about yourself? Well, I'm having all kinds of fun and trying of to. Of course, as soon as it starts to record, I think it just dropped out. Up oh, now, you're back. Oh, okay. Sorry about that. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm actually recording this on an iPad uh, with all kinds of cables bouncing all over the place. Uh, but for people that, uh, the, you know, because the iPad isn't the most friendly device when it comes to, uh, to upgrading, but I know that Otherworld Computing has, like, just a ton of stuff that you can use and get to, to upgrade your Mac and make your Mac so much better than, than pretty much when you bought it from Apple. So let, let, let's talk a little bit about those options. Now, of course, there's uh, probably the, the, the number one thing 
that will uh, improve the performance of your Macintosh, and that's memory. Absolutely, and it's the number one upgrade that people do uh, purchase for their systems. Having said that, it's a, uh, an amazingly small number of uh, people that actually do upgrade their memory after receiving a system, it's, and that's a, a often overlooked or just something that you know, a lot of people, you know, in our space, I mean, you know, we're obviously exposed to it every day, and right. you know, the customers that we work with are very well aware, but you know, telling your friends and family and you know, letting more people know, it, it, it's really amazing how many systems never see a memory upgrade. And we see this especially in off-lease uh, you know, systems that you know, we, you know, recently we started to work with uh, Usemax, and we're trying to but use Max out to a broader audience, but it's amazing how many systems we see that are exactly uh, configured the way they left Apple you know, two, three, four, five years ago. And having said that, you know, these are companies or individuals that you know, they brought these machines in because they, they needed you know the performance, and they didn't replace them with you know PCs or anything of that nature. But they would buy you know next year's model or you know the current model at a much higher cost, and and they never got the full potential out of what these systems are already sitting, installed, ready to go, and, and performing on a daily basis, you know, wherever capable of. And sadly, now some of these systems, a lot of these systems, in fact, you know, with the right upgrades, can be faster than the, the latest and the greatest. Right, faster than even so uh, what they got from Apple. Yep. I mean, today, I mean, the Mac Pro is an amazing example. Now, depending on what you're doing with that system, the 2013 Mac Pro is an incredible uh, you know, computer. I mean, to say the least. And I'm, I'm by no means am I dismissing you know, its capability and, and you know, what a, a great system it is. That being said, and oh, by the way, we can you know, we we now upgrade those machines up to 128 gigabytes. So wow. they're at least on par with uh, you know with the 20 uh, the 2009 to 2012s. Uh, well, we've long supported. You know, memory makes a big difference, and no matter how fast your processor is, no matter how fast your SSD is, if you're short on memory. You know, you're going to be a bottleneck there, and it, it's a. Again, I, I cannot say enough how important it is to have the memory you need for your applications. And, and once it, you have enough memory, mm -hmm. yeah, I was just going to say that uh, that memory can make the difference between a, a slightly older Mac not performing at its best, and uh, instead of buying a brand new computer for one thousand, two thousand, you know, or plus dollars, a simple a, a simple upgrade of memory for you know, sometimes less than $100 can make your machine feel like new again. And the, the one thing that I really, really like about Otherworld Computing when you get memory is the, uh, the, the matrix that you guys have set up so it is so easy to find the computer that you have and get the right memory the first time. That is absolutely you know, true, and it's very important. You know, there are differences... Uh, Despite the, all these systems being MacBooks or Mac Pros or iMacs, they, they take a, a wide variety of different memory speeds and memory types, and having the correct memory for your system is you know, the first step to being able to perform that upgrade. And then, of course, after you get the memory upgrade, you have online, you know, how to say, a, a library of installation videos. They're, they're free for you know, anybody's benefit, but they go step by step, and you know, we make sure it's extremely easy for anybody uh, to make these uh, these upgrades and install these how to say, whether it's memory or hard drives or SSDs, so that it's not something that sits on a shelf. And that takes it you know, one step further. You know, we also have a customer service and tech support team that's here 24-7 you know, by phone, by live chat, by email. That's there to answer questions and, and support you know, anybody in the process should 
any kind of question come up. I mean, this is, like I said, we do these things every day, and we've been obviously you know, in, the, in the midst of this for now over 25 years. For somebody who's never done an upgrade, you know, it can be a little bit intimidating, but you know, once you understand, once the curtain's pulled back, uh, the intimidation goes away, and you know, anybody can do these upgrades. And it's, as you know to me, it's for less than $100 in most cases. A simple yeah, memory upgrade. Yeah, it'll feel like a brand-new Mac. Yeah, and depending upon what Mac you're looking at and what upgrade you're looking at, you know, the upgrade you do to the Mac you have may actually make it better, and in a lot of cases it will make it better than you know, buying a new stock Mac. Yep. Now, yeah. as an example, I, I've got a, a friend of mine in Ohio who um, purchased a, a used uh, Mac Mini that, that I was getting rid of, and I was, I was over at their house before I came out here to the Mac World Expo, and they only have two gigs of RAM. On, on that computer, and they're still running 10.6.8. And I was telling them, I said, well, you know that 10.6.8 isn't really being supported anymore by Apple, that you, you kind of need to update the uh, the operating system. And they were like, well, I mean, well, will this hardware take it? And, I, you know, I checked and said, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, that, that Mac Mini will definitely run either uh, 10.7, 10.8, or 10.9. I said, the only problem is you only have two gigs of RAM. So I, I looked up the machine. It was a Mac Mini 3.1. Uh, went through the, the matrix that's there at Otherworld Computing at MacSales.com. And sure enough, found a, uh, an 8 gigabyte, you know, two 4 gig sticks for, I think it was, um, it, was, it was under 100 bucks. And I said, you know, you put that in there and you won't have to update your computer for a couple of years. So, you know, for an investment of, of under $100... They end up with a computer that will last them on the uh, from the time of manufacture until the time that they'll probably finally get rid of it in the in the neighborhood of uh, eight to nine years. You know, for a long time these systems have not been processor bound so much that they've been I/O bound. Yep. And upgrading the memory eliminates one big piece of you know, the the bottleneck. And the other huge uh, you know opportunity for benefit is replacing any platter based drive. At least your boot drive, the primary drive that you're you know, right. doing, you know, running your applications off of, with the solid state drive. And you know, we go back four years when uh, actually Steve Jobs held up the uh, 2010 MacBook Air and proclaimed that this machine in my hand is faster than you know, our flagship 17-inch MacBook Pro. And it wasn't that it was, you know, the processor was faster. It wasn't that you know, there was anything you know magical in this, you know, and a new architecture that fit in the MacBook Air to <laughs> right. suddenly make this thing. Outperform a machine that you know by specs you know should have been a whole heck of a lot faster. I mean, you could put more memory in the in the in that 17 inch model as being compared to. It was the SSD. The 17 inch MacBook Pro came with a, was stock with a hard drive, and it was being compared to a an SSD based system that was actually about 50 percent slower and had lots of other you know, say areas of I guess you could say potential bottleneck. But right. that solid state drive, you know, compensated for uh, more than compensated for the processor mainly because a processor is fast. A processor is good. I mean, a processor makes a huge difference. I mean, don't, do not get me wrong. However, when it has to wait, it has to wait. And when you have a hard drive in there and it's it has to output, you know, what it's doing, you spend a lot more time waiting with a drive than you do with a solid state drive. I should say a platter based hard drive. Right. And a solid state drive. And solid state now, I mean, 250, 240 gig is under 150 dollars now. The 120s are well under 100 dollars. You can use a solid state as your boot drive and then have another drive. Uh, and even in a laptop with something like our data dump, you can have two hard drives. You can have a hard drive and an SSD, I should say. 
use your hard drive for your, I guess you could say your fixed data, use an SSD for you know, all your active workspace, your boot buying, your applications, and it's unbelievable the difference. I mean, today's you know iPads and such, the iPad, all these things are lickety split, you know, responsive, you know, mainly, mainly because of the flash storage that they use. Right. And you can put flash storage in a computer that's eight years. You can put. We have. We actually have SSDs that are compatible with the Macs that go back into the late 90s. Oh, my God. And <laughs> it is truly amazing, you know, what happens when, and I would say probably the area where things reach at the benefit, you see the, the biggest night and day separation starts, you know, with machines from 2002 and later. Yeah. But when you're not waiting for that hard drive, which is, that can be, you know, even today's drives, you know, or, or well, today's SSDs compared to today's drives can be about a hundred times faster in uh, I/O capability. And when you're not waiting for those I/O transactions, when you're not, you know, on, on paper you may see, well, this hard drive says it does 180 megs a second. The SSD is only, I say only, yeah. it's only going to do 500 <laughs> megs a second. You know, that's only about a three times. That's only about three times faster. It's not the, uh, it's not the peak speeds where the work is done. The work is done. Yeah, the heavy lifting is done with you know much smaller file segments, data segments, which typically on an SSD operate anywhere from 90 to 200 megs a second. Whereas on a hard drive, those same things that are 90 to 200 megs a second, that hard drive can be you know well under 10 megs a second. That's right. In fact, for certain operations where an SSD is sustaining data rates 50 to 100 megs a second, the hard drive can slow to even less than one megabyte a second. And while those are all, I mean, those are I, I, it's, it's, well, it's all relative, isn't it? I don't want to be overly technical other yeah. than to say a lot of work. It's, I mean, you're not, you know, how to say on, a, on the Autobahn, you know, cruising at full speed. A lot of work is, you know, the you know, the truck bed is loaded. It's towing a heavy load, and the SSD is, makes a, a tremendous difference in terms of the weights. Those little spinning, uh, how to say, wheels and, and how to say, that the various pauses that a system Typically, we'll encounter throughout the day with a with a hard drive you know, during file operations. You know, for the most part, go away with an SSD. And it, it's once again, if you like your system and like everything it's doing, and just want something that's faster, you've already upgraded the memory. So you have that benefit. And SSD buys you another you know good slug of years to say the least. Yeah, and, and, and you're other, looking at. You, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Larry. I, no, it's okay. As you say, the other huge benefit of any upgrade. Again, if you like the system you have and you like the software that you're running. You know, when you buy a new system, and there's always a time to buy a new system, I and mean, there's definitely, you know, plenty of reasons, and there's a time comes along when, you know, buying a new Mac, hopefully a new Mac, you know, is is going to be the uh, the right choice. But if what you have is already, for the most part, doing what you need to do, and you just would like to have some more performance, and maybe a new application you purchase is not quite running as great as you'd like, upgrading the memory, upgrading the uh, the drive to a solid-state drive means you get to keep all your software, all you know, all your, your your current OS, whatever you're already comfortable with, and it's just a, a simple migration. When you buy a new system, you know, it's, you know, like I say, you run into yeah. uh, you know, situations where, number one, you're going to have to be probably to get used to a new OS unless you're already on the latest OS. Different software applications may not run on the current OS. They may need a new version, which you need to, you may even need to buy upgrades. Yeah, or they, if they may not even allow you to transfer the license from one computer to another. Yeah, there's situations like that as well, or Especially with the uh, on an older OS, and there's lots of people running 10.6.8, and unfortunately, Apple's no longer updating because 10.6.8 to me is one of their is still one of the best uh, OS releases Apple's put out there. Right. But I guess to the point, there's there's software that just doesn't exist for 10.9, 10.11, 10.12, 10.13, 10.14, 10.15, 10.16, 10.17, 10.18, 10.19, 10.20, 10.21, 10.22, 10.23, 10.24,
know, today. I mean, it's, it's not supported under 10.9, and it wasn't updated to be compatible with, you know, OS versions after 10.6. So, oh, I, I can think lot. of a lot of software that I had to leave behind when uh, when Apple came out with Lion. There you go, firsthand. Yeah. So. All right. Well, um, so the, the the two really big things that you can do to make your machine like new again and extend its life for many years beyond what you probably would have thought would be to upgrade the memory and upgrade your hard drive to a solid state drive, which will make your Mac run like new. And you can find, uh, you can not only find these at Otherworld Computing, but Otherworld Computing makes it ridiculously easy to find. If you go to their website, they have all these things segmented along their, their navigation bar. You click on the, the part that you want to update, you find your computer, they come back with exactly what it is that you need. And if you can't find it, you call their 24-hour number, Larry, which is? 1-800-275-4576. 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and you will talk to somebody live. It's not a recording. They're not going to call you back. They're going to talk to you right then. So they're sales associates and, and, and uh, service people will take care of the problems not only before, but during and after the sale. OWC stands behind what it is that they sell. Still there? Did, I, did I lose you, Larry? No, I'm still here. Okay, good. <laughs> I think we, we may be getting a little bit of Skype delay. I hate when that happens. For sure. All right. Well, we're going to end this segment. And, and Larry, we're going to talk to you on day two of the Macworld Expo. And uh, everyone, please stand by to stand by. And we'll be right back with the last segment of the MyMac podcast here at the Mac World Expo. Okay, I'm here with Rob from WeCam, which is uh, kind of a different sort of social, social media platform. What can you tell me about it, Rob? Well, you know, really it goes back uh, many years to my childhood when we had the promise of video phones in our houses. Uh, yeah, al along with flying cars. With flying cars, exactly. Right. And over the years, I kept waiting for this, you know, easy-to-do video platform for calling. Um, and it really never materialized in our homes, as we know. Uh, we've got some choices today, Skype and whatnot, but I really knew that with the future of mobile phones becoming just ubiquitous everywhere, right. uh, we really needed a better way to do video calling on phones, right? Uh, you know, there's FaceTime, there's Skype, but what we really wanted to do was to be able to log in with our social networks and be able to chat with any of our friends or friends of friends and be able to meet up with them anywhere. It's really an app for like-minded people. One of the great things that we do is uh, have a tagging system where you can put in things that you're interested in. You know, for example, iPod. Uh, it could be one of your tags. And then you can see where iPod is trending. You can talk to people anywhere in the world that have a similar tag about that particular, you know, that your particular interest. And would this be necessary to do from within the, uh, the WeCam interface, or does this tie into other social networks as well? Well, right now, uh, you can log in with Facebook, Twitter, or Google+. Uh, we will be expanding that to allow other networks to come on board. So, for example, if you had a MySpace account and you've got followers on MySpace, you will be able to add your MySpace account and now be able to video chat with all four of those networks. 
So basically, it allows you a way to uh, connect through video uh, to your Twitter, fo Twitter followers, to uh, you know your MySpace people, your Google Plus people, uh, and be able to sort of find people that have like-minded interests. And you'll be able to chat with them either through audio or video or, or however it is, you know, not only how comfortable that, that you are mm. with putting yourself out there on social media sites, yeah. uh, but how comfortable the other person is as well. So there is a certain amount of privacy. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. But really the, the thing is if you download WeCam, uh, which is a social video chat application, you're kind of doing it to video chat with other people. So uh, In theory, in right. In theory, right? <laughs> uh, but we've built in all sorts of privacy stuff. Um, you know, you can share your location. There's a mapping feature where we can see where you are if you turn it on. Uh, but we're obviously very concerned about privacy. That's, that's a big piece. Right. So uh, if people wanted to learn more about WeCam, where would they go? They can go to www.wecamchat.com. Okay, we, we, I can't even say it now, wecamchat.com to find out more about WeCam. And thanks a lot, Rob. Thank you, Guy. This is Elisa Paselli. I'm here with Jan Greenspan. He's the Vice President of Sales for Night Eyes Innovation. How are you today? I'm doing fine. Nice to have you here. Yeah, thanks. Um, so can you tell us about some new products for 2014? Well, we've, uh, we've been busy over at Night Eyes. Uh, quite, a, quite a range of products. The uh, uh, most exciting things we've done have been in ways to attach your device either to a phone or to a bicycle, that sort of thing. Uh, last year we introduced the first round of Steely products. Uh, we've grown quite a bit since then in Steely. Steely is a two-part uh, magnet system. So you place uh, a magnet on the back of the device or on a case or whatever you like. Or it could be on the back of a iPad or mini iPad, anything you want there. And then it's able to attach either to a dash ball for a vehicle or in this case to a pedestal. So for office use or in the kitchen for recipes, that sort of thing. Uh, and then this year we've introduced a whole range of additional accessories for Steely so that if you're, um, you have two vehicles or if you have two devices, instead of having to buy a whole kit, you just buy parts of it at a time. So uh, oh, okay. pretty versatile there. Then uh, another new product is something we call the handle van. And the handle van is a, as we say here, a universal smartphone bar mount. So if you have a bicycle, baby jogger, motorcycle, uh, golf cart, uh, anything that has a bar, you can actually take this and very simply attach your phone, whether it has a case or not. You could even put uh, certainly all brands of phone. It doesn't matter what size it is. When the new uh, i6 comes out, it'll be a little bit bigger. This handleman will fit it just fine. Notice that the um, access to all the home buttons and everything are still accessible to you right by your hand. At about 85, 90% of your screen is still open for visibility. This is great for people that are using uh, some of the uh, performance apps on bicycles, like Strava and those kinds of things, Runkeeper. Uh, so it's uh, really functional in that regard. And again, stays great on the bicycle. Easy to take off, too. So if you go in the store or something, take it with you. Also has a convenient bottle opener. After you ride, you can have a beer or something <laughs> yeah, like that. Yeah. That's already handy. Work off all those calories. Yeah, that's, that's the idea. Then um, uh, other things in the mobile category have been uh, related to uh, additions of a, a new Connect case, which we've uh, had the Connect case at the market for about a year and a half, two years. We now have one for the uh, iPhone 5C. 
and then of course for those uh, other folks in other parts of the world that uh, use that uh, Galaxy product, we have an S4 available. Uh, additionally, and we're going to walk over to the other side. coolest new accessories we've got is something called the quick stand. Quick stand is uh, a, a, a simple mobile device stand that'll fit a range of sizes. So if you have a mobile uh, phone or certainly an iPhone, something like that's great. But it'll fit up to uh, a mini iPad or a full-scale large iPad. And here's what's cool about it. It makes a, a, a universal stand at any angle, but then it folds flat so that if you wanted to put this in your purse or your wallet, <laughs> carry it with you, then you get to Starbucks, you're gonna work for a while, read a, read a, uh, a magazine or correspond, uh, FaceTime, super great on a plane. Yeah, that's that what I was thinking, can, the plane. Yeah, absolutely. It's about the it's, size, I know you, this is a audio, but it's about the size of a credit card. Right, it's, in fact, it is, we designed it to be credit card size. It'll fit right into your wallet. Yeah. Another product that we made is a lot of people want to have their phone, especially men, everybody puts their phone in their front pocket. Right. So when it rings, you go digging for your phone. So one of the things we made is a product called the Eclipse. It'll apply with 3M VHB tape onto a phone directly or into a case. And then when you put it into your pocket, it self-locks. So you won't lose it. You're in and out of a cab, you're in and out of a bicycle, that sort of thing. It won't come off. All you do is press the button, it slides right out of your pocket. It also is really nice if you want to put it at an angle, it won't come loose. All you do is touch it, and it comes off. That's called the Total Eclipse. Then another mobile accessory we came up with is called the Screenscape. Here's what's cool about the Screenscape. Same microfiber that's on the inside of all of the iPad covers. We added two magnets, and now to clean your screen, you're able to run it over the top here, and it cleans your screen. Has our little S beaner that everybody knows and loves, and then you can actually carry it around and have it available for you that way. So it's really cool. And all these products can be found on your website. Absolutely. Which is. Uh, N-I-T-E-I-Z-E dot com. Nighteyes dot com. Great. Sounds good. Great. Thanks okay. so much for having us. And thanks so much for all the information. Hi, it's Vicki Stokes with Microsoft Desk. We'll visit, visit you. Are uh, you going to show me this scan map? That's right. Okay. So basically, Fiditu's been in the business of document scanning for about 30 years, but the ScanSnap product line came about 10 years ago. This is our consumer version of it. We make professional scanners for pharmacies, but this is just for people like you and me. For pharmacies? All, all pharmacies and healthcare and government, we make scanners for all kinds of industry, but this is our consumer product. Oh, okay. We wanted to bring that level of scanning efficiency to the people like you and I for basic bills or whatever you have, you know, your, your, your greeting cards or whatever you want to preserve, basically, through imaging. So the iX500 is our flagship model. It feeds scans through at 25 pages per minute, but double-sided. So both sides, front and back, simultaneously. And it has intelligence built into it, so it automatically rotates the documents, crops them, deskews them, so that you don't have to really pay attention to it. You just scan it through, it makes everything beautiful in the multi-page PDFs, you save it off and you're moving on. How many pages per minute? 25 pages per minute. But that's two-sided, so that's actually 50 images per minute, because there's actually a, a camera here at the front and back. So that's our, our iX500. It scans to Mac, PC, but it also does it either USB connect or wirelessly. 
So you can scan to your Mac or your PC wirelessly, or you can scan to your iOS or your Android or your Kindle devices wirelessly. So you can scan to a mobile device as well. Really, it's open up for anyone to scan to really anywhere, but do it very conveniently without having to be corded um, or using a USB cable. Our new SV600 is our, basically our, our, our flatbed alternative. A lot of people have been coming to us saying, why don't you come up with a flatbed scanner? But flatbed scanners are kind of hard to use. You've know, you got to scan it, you know, open it's a lid. A exactly. This one actually works where it scans down. So the, 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 actually the head assembly is on the top. It scans down. And it captures everything up to an A3 size. But what the cool thing about the book scanner is that it actually removes the curvature of the content that it's scanning. So I can now go and scan my books without having to destroy them. And the result is, it looks like I scan it through a typical multi-page scanner. I can send it off as a PDF file, and no one would know the difference. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Those are our products. That's what we're showing here today. Thank you so much. Awesome. Bye-bye. Okay, I'm here with Bill. I'm saying Bill because I can't pronounce his first name. Uh, he is with Flexi, which is like a, a keyboard enhancement replacement for iOS. Can you tell me a little bit more about it? Yep, sure. So we make Flexi. Flexi is a keyboard application for iOS that allows you to type without really looking at the screen. It's a software keyboard, but basically replaces the, the one that you're most familiar with. And by itself, you can use it in, in various other programs. It's not just limited to your own program. You also have like an SDK so that other, other developers can inject Flexi into their programs and make it so that you barely even have to look at the keyboard. Now, I'm I'm not exactly a touch typist. I ha I'm a peck and I'm a hunt and peck kind of typist. So something like this sounds like it, it would be a, a really, really big help for me. But it, it's not only integrated into your programs, but I saw you that you made it very, very easy to type something and then inject it into like messages for iOS. Yes, that's correct. So typing anything in our own app, you can export it to messages, you can export it to Facebook, Twitter, um, mail. Um, and then you just add the recipient, and then you can um, send whatever you type to anywhere really, really easily. Uh, but the big benefit is that if you are if you are an iOS developer, you um, integrate our SDK, and then you can offer support for Flexi as an alternative keyboard in your app. And then users can type in your app with a different, more accurate keyboard. And there was like all different kinds of colors that you could choose from. And and the, the kind of cool thing about the uh, the integration with other apps was you don't even have to select like copy and paste no. and all that. You basically you type in whatever it is you want to type in. You hit the program that you want to send it to. It automatically opens that program and pastes the text in. Yeah, that's the yeah correct. That's the long way around. But if you use our SDK, then you just type inside the app that you want with our keyboard. So basically, it's a keyboard replacement for any app on iOS. Okay, well, why don't you tell uh, all of our crazy MyMac.com podcast listeners how exactly they can find out more about Flexi. So go head over to Flexi.com to see all, our, our, all of our app offerings on iOS, Android, and head over to Flexi.com slash SDK if you're an iOS developer and check out our SDK. And that's F-L-E-K-S... Wow, I, I knew I was going to mess this up before <laughs> we got there with this interview. F. L-E-K-S-Y. That's Flexi. Yep, that's correct. I'm Elisa Paselli. I'm here with Jamie at the Rain Designs booth. Hi, Jamie. Hi. What would you like to show us today? So this is our latest and greatest. This is the M-Base. It's great to elevate your iMac. It improves ergonomic design with a 2-inch elevation. 
Elegant design and aluminum that integrates perfectly with your iMac. Reduces clutter with a drawer that can be used for storing your gadgets. Its easy pull-out drawer allows access while not hitting the keyboard. Cable management through access from the back of the Embase. It also has air vents at the back that will allow for heat to dissipate. So, and we have a great special today for $49.90. And it will be available June of 2014. Is it on your website? It is absolutely on our website. Okay. And for people who can't make it to Macworld, because there's a good chance this won't be posted before Macworld's over, what will the retail price be? Not quite sure yet? No, just, just now. Okay. Well, they can look on the website and find out. $59. Okay, so if they get to Macworld before Saturday, it's $49.90? Yeah, 20% off. Okay, that's for the 21.5-inch and $59.90 for the 27-inch? Absolutely. Okay, and they can go to the website to get more information. Now, one thing that I like is the iris. Do you have a 21? 21.5 or 27? Yeah, this is a really sleek design. It's great for sitting on your lap. It has the nice pad cushions, so it'll be very comfortable on your lap. It also is very flexible, so it can adjust to whatever your desired height is. And also... As you can see, it has these rubber inserts, so it'll keep it nice and secure so it's not going to slide around. So if you are sitting on the couch, it's going to make sure it's really nice and secure, also a very comfortable level, so you're not going to be bending over and hurting your back. And one thing we failed to mention, that this is for the iPad. This is for the iRest. The, yeah. It's for the iPad. Yeah, iPads. Is there anything else that you'd like to talk to yeah, us about? Well, today it, it is a great deal. It's 50% off. Normally it's $49. Today at Macworld it is $25. And anything else you'd like to share? Well, this is one of our top sellers over here. This is the M Stand. So it's a really nice, sleek design. It helps keep your desk nice and free of clutter. As you see here, it's nice and elevated. So it helps keep the airflow so your computer's not going to overheat. If you use a, a keyboard, it slides under when you're not using it. So it'll keep it really nice um, and free of any clutter. So this is actually, this was uh, voted number one seller on Amazon.com. So it's very popular. We're really excited to have it here today. Um, there is a great deal for the show. Normally it's $49. Today it's 20% off. It'll be $39. So we also comes with a swivel, the 360. So great for sharing with colleagues, clients, if you want to move it out of the way. And uh, where would people go to get more information on your products? Brain.com would be an excellent place to find us. Thanks so much for your time. Okay. Hi, this is Vicki Stokes from Jodisha with Jobo. And I, what do you have new? What do you have new in terms of enclosures? Oh, great. <laughs> well, good question. We actually just announced yesterday our Drobo 4 Bay. It's what we call it Drobo Gen 3. It's actually our third generation of the original Drobo. So okay. anybody that has a, an older Drobo, a Gen 1 or a Gen 2, they'll be very familiar with the form factor. It's four three and a half inch drives. Mm -hmm. It supports all the great Drobo features we've always had, mm -hmm. meaning you can mix and match drives at different capacities. Um, and furthermore, we, you, we allow you to upgrade those drives over time. So if you have smaller drives, you can take those out and put in larger drives. With the new, in fact, with the new box, for those customers that happen to have the older boxes, you can actually slide your old drives out and put it into the new box and get all of that, all the great performance and the great features that we have in our new product without having to move your data around. 
Do they get any kind of discount? <laughs> they actually do. We have a oh, customer great. loyalty program that's yeah. launching, so they get a uh, $50 rebate uh, if they if they have uh, an older Grobo and they can upgrade a new one. This, this is Macworld, so does it time machine? Yeah, so we do have time machine support. In fact, we just enhanced our time machine support. We've always mm -hmm. supported time machine. Yeah. But what we've done this time is for those folks that don't want to deal with going in and fiddling with uh, disk utility, we actually have a user interface where you can check the box and yes. tell it how much capacity you want for backup. Okay. And then the rest of your capacity can be used for data. Okay, great. Right. So you don't have to do the, the manual partitioning. Anymore. That's right. Okay, That's right. Right. we'll do that for you. You just tell us how big you want and we'll take care of the rest. Yeah, and you have all sizes from the little, you have a four bay, two bay, four bay. Well, we have we have four bays as small as we have. So we have a... a a four bay that supports two and a half inch drives, so the small mm -hmm. form factor drives. Mm -hmm. And then we have the Drobo Gen 3, which I just talked about, which supports mm -hmm. four three and a half inch drives. And then we have the Drobo 5D, which supports five three and a half inch drives. Mm -hmm. And it all comes with your. Um, That's right, yeah. Beyond Grade. Beyond, Beyond Grade, grade is, is uh, the, our award winning software that allows you to, to mix and match those drives, grow your capacity over time without any downtime, mm -hmm. yeah. and also allows you to have the ability to fail a drive and have all that data rebuilt without yeah. having to wait for that failed drive to be replaced. Like corporations do, you can have that right in your own home. That's right. Um, unbelievable That's right. protection. And, and you don't have to worry about mm -hmm. what RAID means. We'll take yeah. care of it. Yeah. And you, I see you have Drobo apps. We have Drobo apps, yeah. yeah. So especially on our 5N, mm -hmm. uh, the NAS products, we have mm -hmm. Drobo apps which can install directly on the Drobo. So applications like Plex, which is a media server mm -hmm. application, you can install it on your Drobo and stream your music or your music or your movies directly to your TV. Okay. I see SQL Server, all kinds of yeah, stuff. All Bit kinds of things. Whatever, wow. Whatever mm -hmm. you'd like to run. To, your own fact, web server. <laughs> we have we have probably a dozen or so that are, are natively on there, but you can also uh, go to our community-supported apps. There's probably a hundred community-supported apps out there where developers just write to it. And we have an SDK, Software Development Kit. Yeah. So if anybody is interested in writing their own app, we'll give them the SDK and they can write their own apps. Sounds great. All right. Thanks. Thanks Thank a lot. You so Bye -bye. much. All right. Thanks for downloading this podcast. You can also find other great podcasts on the Stoplight Network like the Tech Fan Podcast, Three Geeky Ladies, Not Another Mac Podcast, the Mac Specialist Podcast, Geekiest Show Ever, the TeacherCast Podcast, the Apple Junkies Podcast, and the all-new App Minute Podcast.